0: Have you ever wondered where the stories come from? This week, we head to Oxford, home to some of the world's most brilliant authors.
1: You're listening to Travel FOMO, a podcast for people self-diagnosed with wanderlust.
0: Welcome back to Travel FOMO. We are in the middle of our gap year tales. And in this episode, we're talking about Oxford, England. I'm Jamin Houghton, and I'm here with my wife and co-storyteller, Hillary.
1: Yeah, and we're talking about, like, the world's best storytellers today.
0: Yeah, they just all come from one place, apparently.
1: Yeah, all come from Oxford. (laughs) So it seems. (laughs) This is actually just uh, what we like to call a whistle stop um, on our UK and Europe journeys. Um, And by whistle stop, you kind of came up with this um, phrase whistle stop, which I hadn't really thought of, but we're riding a train everywhere. And, you know, they used to have like these stops, like, you know, train stops were like, you know, they'd just be a whistle, you know, to kind of like let you know you were somewhere else. And so anyway, it's kind of fun.
0: Yeah, I think it made a lot of sense for us to label them that way, because it really was just sort of a a train layover, if you will. So a city that we wanted to see on the way to another city. So we would just set up our trains that way and make it happen.
1: That's right. And in this instance, we were going from Bath to Stratford-upon-Avon and um, saw some beautiful English countryside along the way. Um, And yeah, but we also had our bags with us, which kind of led us to like this ongoing thing that with every whistle stop, we had to find a place to leave our bags during the day.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah. So when you're traveling around like that, you are taking literally everything with you. So we have our bags with all of our clothes and all that stuff, all of our camera gear, computers, all of that. It wasn't too heavy to walk around with, but I did feel like it was just heavy enough that it might cause us to not go to as many places or not enjoy it as much if we did. And going inside shops and museums and things like that, it can be kind of cumbersome with a backpack. I always felt like I would like, clear an aisle of
1: oh, priceless
0: yeah. relics off of something by a quick turn with a backpack. For sure. So we decided to find a place to store it, which is pretty common um, in Europe. You can find places to leave your bags for the day, and it's usually not too expensive. We did find that these varied greatly in in appearance and what they would be like.
1: They really did.
0: Yeah, so some places were pretty straightforward. It's like a an automated locker system that you go in. There's not even a person there. It's just a room full of lockers with a computer and you, you do it that way. This was the opposite of that. Yeah. So it, we looked it up online and I think we walked past it and then came back to it Mm -hmm. because we were like, surely this can't be it. It's this tiny little cafe. And when we did go inside, they're like, Oh yeah, this is a place and the tiniest woman in the world worked there and I was like, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen with our bags. Like there's nowhere no to turn put them, them over. Yeah. Like yeah. there are in standing in this cafe. I feel like we're crowding the cafe and we're the only two people in here. Yeah. So I don't know what's what's going on with our bags, but. We paid our money and left them with her, and she took them down in the basement.
1: Right. Yeah. Or what
0: I assume was a basement. I don't know was down those mystery steps, but like, like just, <laughs> they just went down wherever she went to.
1: I was so curious. I like really wanted to go down there and see what was down there, but um, it was literally. <laughs> The smallest place that I'd been in in a long time. And like you said, it felt like we were especially with our backpacks on. It felt like we were crowding the whole place just to be standing there paying her. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was kind of funny.
0: I feel like it made you a little nervous to leave our bags there because it was like literally everything that we had.
1: You know, it's funny you say that. I'd forgotten. But now, yeah, I do remember being a little like, are we really going to do this? This isn't very um, uh, secure. It didn't feel very secure. You're just like handing it to a woman. You have nothing that she's not giving you a receipt or anything. You are just walking away and then you're going to (laughs) come back and say, hey, you have one of my bags.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was a like, yep, I got you. So I'll see you. And I I was just like, I guess when we come back, we just describe our bag to her or she just remembers us. But it it all worked. Like, we were able to retrieve our bags just fine at the end of the day. She had to go down and, like, bring them back up, which I felt bad about because my bag was pretty heavy. But i was like well it's your it's your system i guess she was (laughs) the
1: tiniest woman in the world so yeah we thought she'd fall over when she held our bags but um yeah it's so funny well and we were there because i mean it's oxford and oxford university Mm -hmm. obviously was like why we were there some people might not know if you haven't been there unlike in america the universities you know here in oxford and um I actually don't know if it's just Oxford or if it's all of England where they do this, but the university is spread out across the city. So there's not really a dedicated campus. It's more like the whole city is your campus and the campus is the city. And I, it just kind of blows my mind because I can only imagine that getting from class to class would literally require a commute. Which is kind of funny, but then at the same time, it's such a cool place to visit because if you're just wandering around the city, you're also getting to experience exactly what the students of Oxford University experience every day, which is really cool.
0: Yeah, I, I fully plan on telling people that during Gap Year, I went to Oxford um, just to to put that out there. So, <laughs> so they can
1: do a little double take.
0: <laughs> but it, it really was interesting to be there with just like the little... Colleges, it's kind of scattered out everywhere, yeah. and it's just mixed into the city. And mm-hmm. you're just walking along, and you walk, you walk past building, and the buildings are pretty, like pretty elaborate. I would say, like I was surprised by that a little bit, like just how elaborate the buildings were. So, like Christchurch College is one that was just beautiful, like an immaculate building. Like we we got to walk past it. Um, we went inside the Divinity School which I thought was really cool. We got to tour the exam hall, which I had no idea prior to this trip that the way the exams would work there was you wouldn't take a final. So you wouldn't come in like here in America, like our our college experience, a final is you go in, maybe you're writing an essay, maybe it's multiple choice so you're filling out a Scantron, something like that. This final, you go in you stand up and all of the professors basically just grill you.
1: That's crazy. Yeah.
0: About all the stuff that you should know until they're done grilling you. Mm -hmm. And that's like, that's your final exam. And they have this big exam hall that you do it in and people can come watch, which would be another, like I kind of had test anxiety and feel like I didn't test well anyway. I can't imagine being in that scenario. (laughs) I would just be like, I'll just go. I'm, Probably better at digging ditches, so I'll just see you guys out there in the fields. There's no way I could take an exam that way.
1: Yeah, I mean it's not even giving a presentation; it's like being grilled by somebody, which is totally different. Totally different.
0: Yeah, just just kind of an insane thought. And we toured um, Radcliffe Camera. Like we, we didn't go inside. It's called Radcam, and it's a it's a round building and it's a library, but just a beautiful building. We got to walk past. Uh, we saw the bridge of size that was cool yeah it it's like a this bridge that' it's beautiful bridge that connects these two buildings and it was named the bridge of size I think there are several bridge of size across Europe but this one um claims to be i think they all claim to be the first but whatever.
1: The students were always said to sigh as they walk underneath that bridge all their way to classes. So we also stumbled across this old abandoned cemetery in the middle of the city and it felt so interesting for some reason. It just felt really out of place like it was its own world in its own bubble like it was a story in itself. It was so interesting and there was overgrown grass and weeds and for such an impeccable city, it just felt like a little square of wilderness. Just somebody just dropped it down in the middle and said, Nobody touch
0: this. It did feel really odd and out of place in that it was so it like you said, it was just overgrown and just and and a mystery as to kinda of why it was overgrown too. Mm, yeah. But it felt like it had a fence around it and it felt like no one had stepped foot in there for Years.
1: Yeah, it was like forbidden. <laughs>
0: and it was right in the middle of the city. Yeah. Like just off a sidewalk, just right in the middle of everything and just like, boom, here's yeah. this cemetery.
1: And it was like, nobody look at it. Nobody touch it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know if it's haunted or if you like something happens to you if you go in there, but it was definitely off limits and we took pictures, but didn't go in.
1: Yeah. That was, it was just like an interesting, like random thing that we happened to see. We wanna break in to tell you about something that you need to remember no matter what kind of trip you're on, water. Being hydrated will help you enjoy the journey no matter what kind of adventure you're on, but it's so easy to forget. So set a goal for yourself and start early. A couple glasses of water before you start your day will help you get over that lag and into your experience. What do you wanna share to help make travel better? Contact us so we can promote it here. Of course, Oxford is home to a lot of famous authors. Mm -hmm. So that's um, one of the things that we thought a lot about while we were there. Um, And we kind of looked into it a little bit more and kind of learned more um, as we were approaching Oxford. But one of my favorite stories was um, about Lewis Carroll. Mm -hmm. It's so funny because... I say it's one of my favorite stories and it's literally about a storyteller, but his own story is so interesting because he was a mathematician at Christchurch, which is one of the colleges there, um, and he kind of dreamed up this story about Alice in Wonderland and he really dreamed it up for his daughter, Alice. Um, So he was kept telling her this story at night. um, And then she kept asking him, you know, as she got older, you know, write it down, you should publish this as a book, you should write this down, write the story down. And she kept asking him to do it. But he didn't want to be known as a children's book author. I guess it probably would be like not as respectable, maybe.
0: I guess. Yeah, I guess so. I guess not as cool as being a mathematician.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. Um, So (laughs) he he kind of did it reluctantly, but he finally published it and he did it under somebody else's name entirely. So he did it under Lewis Carroll. Um, His name. What was his name? His actual name. I don't remember. I don't even know either. (laughs) <laughs> um we should have looked I should have looked that up before I got on here but so we know him as Lewis Carroll and that's the because that's the name that he finally published it under but I just think that's so interesting and there's a store there called Alice's Shop and we went in there and it's just got all kinds of Alice in Wonderland stuff again another tiny 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 store um and it was just really kind of like fascinating to find little Places like that that were just full of old and new and eclectic things um, that all kind of revolved around these stories that were built and imagined here in Oxford.
0: Yeah, like that place, it really was such a place of of imagination. Yeah. And we went to like we went by the Eagle and Child pub like we couldn't go inside because it was shut down like there was a sign posted on the the window that I think it had been bought by somebody with plans to reopen it. So maybe if you go, it might be open, but it's so cool.
1: That'd be so cool. I really
0: wanted to go inside. It was one of the things that, that I was really looking forward to and was disappointed when it was closed, but it's the Eagle and child pub. It's also called the bird and the babe. Um, informally for, for those that, uh, that bounce around Oxford all the time. (laughs) Um, but, It was a place where J.R.R. Tolkien and C.S. Lewis would meet up and have a pint and discuss ideas, which is a crazy thought to me because J.R.R. Tolkien, who wrote The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings, he's palling around with C.S. Lewis, who wrote Chronicles of Narnia, The Screwtape Letters, A Grief Observed. All of these amazing books coming from these two guys who are buddies hanging out at Oxford. Um, They were both professors there, but palling around sitting at a pub talking about these stories. And I I think you can, you can feel that sort of whimsical imagination, like mystery there in that Mm -hmm. city, which I was really kind of surprised at, like at that, just that, that feeling you get when you're there, it feels different. It felt different than London. It felt different than Bath. It it felt different than the other places we went. It's just this kind of, you're just surrounded by ideas almost, Mm -hmm. but not ideas that have to be grounded in fact or logic or things like that, but just ideas that are free to, to be whatever they want to be. And it, It feels that way there.
1: Yeah. I was surprised by the architecture and how I expect to see cathedrals that are absolutely um, just so ornate and detailed Mm -hmm. and so much effort being put into all these cathedrals that you come across in different cities. But I don't expect to see that at a university or in a building of education it just felt like there was so much respect for education um, that you would normally only reserve that level of um, that level of detail and love (laughs) um, for something that was more of a house of worship Um, so I just find that to be surprising because it's like the whole city is just full of this um, with these really um, intense buildings that you just want to stop and look at and honor
0: yeah and we we only got to be there for a few hours but I feel like it was just packed with wow look at that oh Mm -hmm. look at this let's walk over there let's cross the street and look at that let's let's go over there and see that just like boom 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 boom. the whole time that we were there just so many buildings like you're saying that just kind of draw you in in a way that you're not used to an education building do yeah
1: yeah, okay. Random question. We didn't plan this, but got to think on your feet. Well, mm. exam, exam hall business. Um, favorite book that you think of when you think of Oxford.
0: Uh, Lord of the Rings. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I think. What about you?
1: Um, A Grief Observed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. C.S. <S. What's Lewis. that? What's that about? For the people that that don't know out there.
1: Um, I just think like for anyone going through or experiencing grief, like it's just the like the deepest book on grief like it is just so profound and um, really recommended for anybody going through grief and you guys have heard us in some other episodes talk about the grief that we've the shared grief that Mm -hmm. we've experienced um, with the loss of our daughter but I just had to point out that book is like such a, anything grief related, I'm likely to kind of tag and kind of put a spotlight on. And that's just one that like stands out to me because, um, CS Lewis, I believe had lost his wife when he wrote that. And it's just really powerful. Yeah. Am I right about that? He had lost his wife when he wrote that. I'm not sure. <sighs> Another fact check. I need a <laughs> fact checker in here. Maggie, Maggie Moodle, the golden doodle. You're assigned. You're the new fact checker. Yeah, check
0: that out. <laughs> it it is really interesting C S Lewis and the the stuff he wrote you think about somebody writing the chronicles of narnia and how like magical and whimsical and things that 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 is and then also the very serious stuff that that he wrote too like just the diversity of his work is really cool
1: mm, yeah that's that's really cool that's a great point um Yeah. And all, like you were kind of saying, like different cities have a feel and I Mm -hmm. like to talk about how like they have a personality and I always try to find that personality whenever we go to a new city. And, um, this one, I just like, it's just such a thoughtful city. Like it's, you know, yes, it's a fairy tale and it's magical and it makes you want to think creatively. Um, and it's smart and intelligent, but it, there's so much respect for knowledge and you can kind of feel it right away. The people respect yeah. knowledge.
0: Yeah, you feel like you feel like it's a place that almost expects you to sit back and like ponder things.
1: Oh yeah. And Good really point.
0: like think. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of places are like rush 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 or isn't this isn't this pretty or isn't this artistic? Yeah. And or isn't this romantic? But this place really did has a feeling of emphasis on like think about this Mm -hmm. and ponder this like it it's it's really cool to experience yeah well that uh that was pretty much our time in oxford like we went to the red lion pub and had a couple of pints of cider yes at the the very end before we picked up our bags and and got back on the train so more cider for Mm -hmm. us you'll keep hearing that Forever probably And it
1: was Assball Cider Which you really liked
0: Yeah the, I think that was Ended up being my favorite Was that uh, That particular Brand of cider And yeah. it was It was really really good there At the Red Lion Pub In Austin. <laughs> that was <Oxford>. lovely <laughs> I mean I felt Smart for choosing it So to go along with the spoken word that we've shared with you today in our stories, we also have a YouTube video that is going to be out there. So if you want to actually put your eyes on some of the amazing buildings that we got to go by in Oxford and hear us talk through our experience there, be sure to go check it out. Um, You'll see that there. Make sure you're subscribed on YouTube and uh, to get all all the episodes as they release. As well as subscribe here to the Travel Fomo podcast, so that you keep hearing all of our stories about Gapier.
1: That's right. Oh my goodness, um, it's so fun to get to show people what we're talking about. We just are really loving that.
0: Yes, so. I feel like before before we started this adventure, when we we're talking about our old our old exploits and places we'd been, we would have like a few grainy photos yeah. that we could maybe put up on social media. But being able to take people with us in the YouTube format has uh, has been a lot of fun and something so excited to share.
1: Yeah. So excited to share. Next up, Stratford-upon-Avon. We are continuing up on to the northern part of England. Um, Oh, my gosh. It's a great, great city. One of your favorites.
0: Yeah. Love Stratford-upon-Avon. Yes. And Um, I like I didn't really expect to like I expected to love England. But Stratford upon Avon was kind of a city that that you had wanted to go to. That's right. And I was like, "Yeah, cool, let's go." And I ended up loving it. One of my favorites.
1: That's right. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Um, I felt the same way about some of the places that we ended up going because you really pushed for it, and then I ended up loving them. Yeah. And I, I feel the same way.
0: Um, see, it's the
1: power of two. <laughs> <laughs> Um but one of the things that makes that make it stand out is um Shakespeare was yes. born there. Mm-hmm. Um and lived there for a long time. Um there's also Warwick Castle nearby which is pretty exciting. You loved that part too. Yeah.
0: I loved Warwick Castle. And we actually went to a Shakespeare play while we were there.
1: And we went to a Shakespeare play, which I was excited about. And then we went to it and I was just like, Oh my word is just so good because they really put a modern spin on it. And I mean, I was just like blown away, blown away. So yeah, good.
0: it was really cool. One of the one of the best theater experiences ever. Yeah, really cool. So
1: good, so good. Um, yeah. So yeah. that's coming up next. Stay that tuned. Is, uh,
0: you can find us also on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, uh, where we will share not only our experiences from the past, but where we are right now. So if you want to know what's going on this very minute, you can find us there for those type of things. You can also learn more about us at travelfollowpodcast.com.
1: That's right. And don't forget, guys, if you did like this episode or any episode you've ever heard us do. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Then please give us a five-star review uh, from wherever you're listening. It does make a difference because of all the algorithms that are involved with things online. It helps our podcast kind of start to trickle upward where more people can see it. And also just tap that subscribe button so that you don't miss out on not just this adventure, but all the others, um, it'll give you notifications and that'll make it a little easier and you won't have to just remember, it'll kind of like pop up and tell you the about the latest episode. So you definitely want to do that.
0: Yep, so. absolutely. Some really fun stuff coming up.
1: Yes, we cannot wait to share with you. Um, we're so excited to be on this Gap Year adventure. So excited to take you with us. Um, and we hope you have some big plans of your own in store Because life is short, guys.
0: Wonder well.